0: Star Wars Anime Doctor Who Comic Books Lord of the Rings Action Figures Harry Potter Star Trek Cosplay Steamboat The Guild
1: Fashion
0: Hey, guys, it's time for another Confession of a Fangirl. I have Jax with me. Thank you for joining me today, Jax. No problem. It's good to be here. So let's get into fandom here. Um, when did you become a fangirl?
1: Um, probably like my second year of high school, which okay. was probably like 2003. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Do you remember specifically I, what made you turn into a fangirl?
1: Well, I, I had friends who were who were online. Um, this was back um, in Blogger days. <laughs> blog
0: I remember. Uh, I
1: don't know if anyone remembers that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a bunch of my high school friends we had we had blogs that we would like update periodically. Um, and then one of my friends, Lauren, was um, really big into fandom, um, specifically for Gundam Wing um which was something that I got into then uh, at about the same time which mm-hmm. I, if, if if you don't know what gundam wing is it was a pre- pretty terribly english dubbed uh japanese anime I guess yeah it
0: sounded like awesome. anime to me yeah
1: yeah it was like back back like when cartoon networks like had that specific hour where they would play anime and that was it before That's the like bleach and naruto crazes yeah
0: yeah, yeah um
1: but i had a uh, i had started um, reading the Harry Potter books when I was 11 um, and had been a fan of the series but without, like, much access to the community, I guess. Mm-hmm. Until, until I was introduced um, to the Gundam Wing fandom specifically in, like, you know, fanfic and slash fanfic, specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I I don't know if I should explain that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I,
0: I know what it is, but you're right. We should explain if people don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: It's, uh, basically, um, it's fan fiction where you pair characters up, um, pretty much not as the author has written them to be, um, in a gay context. Yes. Yeah, same I,
0: sex. I, yeah,
1: same sex characters. Yeah, same sex. Um, slosh generally refers to male-male, but, um, it can also, um, mean female-female. Um, yes. So, um, yeah, I've come to this realization that fanfic fans are, like, the, like, geekiest of all fans? I don't know, in my opinion. We're just, like, kind of universally, like, oh, at least you're not writing fanfic or anything crazy like that. <laughs> you know? Um, I, I don't really know why that is, but... Um, but, yeah, that's how I first um, realized that, hey, there's, like, crazy people who are just as upset about the Harry Potter movies uh-huh. and confused as to why so many things were not as they could have been. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, and then I I met other people online who were willing to listen to me rant about those sorts of things, and also like to read and write fanfic.
0: Yeah. Well, um, that's yeah. very cool. Very cool. So you came later in your later not to say later in your life. Not that you're old, but it wasn't something as a child that you you know you sit and watch sci-fi with your dad or anything. It was something I mean, that
1: was- I, I I guess. I guess, I mean, like, I was always, I was exposed to, like, science fiction as a kid. Like, my dad watched um, Star Trek, the original series uh-huh. when I was younger. And we were, like, we were all really big fans of, like, the Star Wars movies in my house. Mm-hmm. But um, I never really thought of that as, like, a fan-ish thing. It just was, like, if you were a person alive in North America, then you were probably a <laughs> Star Wars movie, you know. Um,
0: okay. so, so, yeah, so So you were a fan way back when. You just didn't realize that's what it was
1: right to, to you is yeah, your I everyday
0: so. it was your everyday life
1: yeah i mean yeah i mean it's just like you know recognizing when when something is good i guess i mean i was i've been a book nerd definitely all of my life um and i was like that kid that you know whose parents instead of like grounding me from tv or whatever they would like mm. take away my books <laughs> um because that was like the punishment or whatever yeah. it was more yeah. more upsetting to me um so i guess in that sense but i don't know i've I think I've always felt like, um, you know, you're when you're a kid, you place so much emphasis on like who your friends are and like, mm-hmm. you know, how they view you. But mm-hmm. if you make friends with other nerdy people, um, <laughs> then it's like, you know, it's not it's not that
0: big of a deal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Much much more open minded friends there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Very cool. All right, so you kind of touched on it. So would you say your 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 are you a wide range of a fangirl? Do you like a lot of things or do you have really specific I, things that you like? I
1: mean, I mean, I would say that part
0: of the awesome
1: thing about being a fangirl is being able to be exposed to a bunch of different fandoms. Because, you know, to me what being a fangirl is, is just having access to this community that's always just like, look at this other cool thing. It's Batman <laughs> in a tattoo. And it's also the Van Gogh painting. Look at how cool this
0: is. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so, you know, and... And through through that original like group of friends that I made, you know, I was exposed to like Firefly and the whole Joss Whedon Mm -hmm. epidemic thing. Yeah, Um, yeah, we're gonna go with epidemic. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: You know, um, so and you know, I've kind of it's kind of like fandoms kind of come and go in a weird way. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the Harry Potter fan, the Harry Potter fandom is the one that I have that's like has been going on the longest and was like still going strong. Mm-hmm. But it has definitely died down since the book stopped being released. Mm-hmm. And like people found new fandoms and things that they, you know, wanted to write about again. And like, in terms of like the fan fiction world, like it's all about supernatural right now, mm-hmm. more, I guess. Um. So, so and yeah, no, I know. I think people are just like, Oh, well that's done now. And now let's find a new thing. Move Look on the to
0: the text. next one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, but also, I mean, I think at heart, cause I'm a, I was, I was around when Star Wars first came out in the mm-hmm. movie theater and I saw Star Wars when I was six years old and that's what made me the fanboy I, I am today. I mean, right. and I still love, I still love that fandom, but you're right. I do, I'm a huge brown coat. I'm a huge, I'm into Buffy. I'm into. You know, Harry Potter is huge for me. Lord of the Rings. I mean, you do bounce around, but you always have that original thing that kind of sucks you mm-hmm. in to begin with. At least for yeah. me, and, you know. Yeah,
1: and then this, there's there's a nostalgia factor too. You know, like you know, for I, I first read Harry Potter when I, like I said, when I was 11. Mm-hmm. So for a really long time, I was just convinced that my owl was like late, <laughs> that I was gonna get it, and like you know, yeah. um, somebody would realize that they made a mistake or whatever, or yeah. maybe the schools do it differently. I don't know. <laughs> but, so for me, it always has this, like, nostalgia. And also, too, I feel like with the Harry Potter books, they have such, like, a growing up quality to them. Mm-hmm. And they, like, grew as I grew, you know? So yeah. it's like, as I got older and was, like, oh, my God, literature and, like, grappling with all of these, like, deeper complex issues
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and themes, um, Harry Potter was also, like, yes, death and life and what are we doing? And good and evil. Like, <laughs> No, yeah, that's all.
0: true. Yeah, you you were actually the right age for Harry Potter.
1: Yeah, it's I find that it's one of those things that you like. You either have to be just like okay dealing with like the younger aspects of the first Harry Potter books, or you needed to have started them. Yeah. At the current
0: age. Yeah, because I mean, I obviously I didn't read them until. I don't know, how old was that? How long has it been out? Ten years now.
1: Something like that. So yeah. I was about
0: thirty when I first read Harry Potter. So. You know, it definitely wasn't the age range of of, <laughs> right. of what they were going for. But, you know, it it, it was so well written that it, it was able to, to keep an adult's attention. Yeah, you know? for sure.
1: I mean, and the world is just so rich, you know, which, you know, I think is one of the biggest draws of the Harry Potter series in general is, like, that world. It's so, it, it like, speaks to such, like, a, a fantasy element that I think we're all looking for. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, like, kind of, like, rich fanciful experience yeah. in
0: which you. Know, yeah. Things
1: because, are crazy sometimes. It's but, because you know.
0: it, it's so close to real life, also though. Mhm, it's true. It, kind of yeah. based in the real world, it's just just uh, it's slightly off kilter, you know. Mhm. So it feels yeah. more real than, mm-hmm. than make believe. But. uh So are you? You're obviously a Harry Potter fan. Are you a fan of the movies?
1: Um, I wasn't a fan of the first few movies. Um. At the time, when they first came out, um, I I remember being kind of, like, a snob about them. It was just like, bah, 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 never as good as the books. Um, you know, over time, I've come to, like, the sad realization that the movies are never going to be as good as, as the books. So yep. you just, like, have to learn to look at it in a different way. Yeah. Um, And I feel like, I still do feel like the first movies, they were trying so hard to, like, cash in on the Harry Potter experience. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they missed out on making, like, a good movie. And instead, we're just like, "Am we gonna throw this shit up there? Go,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right
1: now." <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but
0: you, my so sorry. but you do like you do like the uh, the newer movies.
1: I yeah, I mean, I feel like as the stories become darker and the filmmakers have thankfully, you know, as time has progressed, like been okay with embracing those darker elements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they've they've gotten better. I the first one that I really enjoyed for me was the fifth one. And I think just because of the use of like the newspaper media, mm-hmm. um, and like I I had just starting started studying theater at that time in college, uh-huh. um, and the idea of using different mediums to like tell a story was really interesting to me. So I was like, "Ooh, cool newspaper!" and like the whole you know censorship thing, and mm-hmm. that's cool, and like yeah. it's gonna stay true to the theme of the book. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very very cool. All right. Let's um. Let's see. What other fandom? What other die What if it, well, Harry Potter is like your top one? What would be your second favorite fandom right now?
1: I mean, probably the Whedon fandom. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's all inclusive. <laughs> Although I wasn't. I'm not a very big Buffy fan. That sounds very terrible for me to say, especially as a girl, because there's like I don't know. Buffy is like this thing. I feel like among girls nerds or fangirls where it's like yeah Buffy yeah. she's all doing it for herself I guess <laughs> um, but I was always like but it's so cheesy and terrible and, and you know and that's like it's nothing against Joss Whedon like every like people get better over time
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and I feel like he was definitely like oh we're just trying out this thing that I'm trying to do and let's get, let's get cool.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah
1: yeah, vampires also just wasn't ever a really big fan. Your thing, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also cemented once Twilight came out.
0: Oh, kind of. gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of, of fangirls, now there's uh, recent controversy over fan of uh, over geek girls, um, mm-hmm. in particular pretty girls who are geeks. You know, mm-hmm. n- nowadays it seems like you know geek is a trendy thing to be you know everybody wants to be a geek or a nerd or it's cool now and a lot of people think these girls are just you know jumping on the bandwagon trying to get popular what are your opinions on this topic
1: i mean um i don't know i i never really felt ostracized being a girl in fandom and i'm pretty sure that's because my first experiences with it were slash Mm -hmm. you know fanfic which is pretty much girls for girls. Mm-hmm. So so like and and I remember like when I when I started getting into like video games and like through through my group of friends like being more active in like that sort of community and people were like what are There are girls on the internet? So I just kind of <laughs> you know, we've we've been here since like you know the ne- like Star Trek the Next Generation with like Spock Kirk mm-hmm. like fan fiction. So this is you just haven't been looking at the right places. It'd be kind of okay with gay porn to talk to us about it, so, you know. Yeah, um, and you know, and I think that, um, you know, I I feel like people. I do feel like being a nerd is becoming not necessarily cooler, but I just think that us, like. Uh, us nerds are becoming more aware of each other's existence. Mm-hmm. And as the internet becomes almost less anonymous through like Facebook and Twitter and things like that, mm-hmm. um, it's like, you can be like, well, there's actually like a lot of us here who like this and we don't, maybe don't need to be afraid of like saying it anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so a part of me wants to believe that, you know, those good, like the Miss USA and mm-hmm. whatever, that they're just like being like, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to say it.
0: Yeah. You know? So just, they, yeah. they feel more comfortable now that they can say it out loud.
1: And I and I sort of choose to look at it. I, I prefer to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that you know, you know they're just they're trying to participate in the solidarity move of like it's okay to be female and to you know like these previously like boy geek I don't know because I feel like there's this like disconnect between like what are boy geek things and what mm-hmm. are girl geek things.
0: Which is crazy, I think. Because yeah. I I think anything is very you can't anything is for anybody. If you like right. that, then that's you know. I mean, I, I guess things are geared towards men or you know boys or girls, but in essence, you can like whatever you want to like. If it if you like it, like it. I mean, I don't see a reason why you should be ashamed that you like something.
1: Yeah, for sure. And and I feel too is like gaming companies or or you know like people who create those sorts of things in general become more aware of a female audience. Mm-hmm. Then things are going to be. You know, it's like a snowball effect. They're going to be like, oh, there's a female audience, so maybe we should, like, put some stuff in here that, like, girls can more relate to. And Mm -hmm. then there's, like, other girls who maybe previously wouldn't have been into it are like, oh, check that out. Like, Felicia Day is kind of cool, and she talks about, and she's a girl who talks about things that I can relate to as a girl. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then it's just a snowball effect of, like, maybe I could play World of Warcraft. And, like, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those, not that I do play World of Warcraft, (laughs) but I support people's right to play.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Now, would you say that being a fangirl has that influenced your life at all?
1: Oh, totally. Um, I mean, I, I'm out of college now. And I'm living with my boyfriend, and pretty much all of our friends and people that we interact with on a daily basis are, are nerds and fans of some kind or another. Mm-hmm. Um, we spend, yeah, I don't know, we spend a lot of our free time like, either doing tabletop role playing or playing video games of some kind yeah, or otherwise participating in geeky things.
0: Nice. So, nice. Do you have anything you want to plug? Are you, you have a website or could you say you're a fanfic oh, writer?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, oh, I, no, I don't well, write, right? um, I don't write as much as I used to, but I guess I have a live journal still, which I don't think anybody looks at anymore. But if you do, if you still are on live journal, I'm so wanting to keep that site alive. Um, <laughs> Uh, my user tag is FreakByTheBay, by the Bay, so you can you could look me up if you cared to, to do so.
0: Very cool. Yes. Very cool. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Did I cover everything? Do you want to go in depth more Harry Potter? I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I can I can <laughs> I can go one on one with you with Harry Potter.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I guess I guess the what what I I I think the only things that I really want to say about fandom are how inclusive that I find that it it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um and I I know like you were saying there's a lot of controversy like on the internet and everything about girl geeks and stuff and not being accepted but I've I've never really found that that's the case so I feel like I just want to encourage girl gamers or nerds in general to if you're having troubles with whatever group you probably just need to find a new group
0: yeah
1: um that are not asshats about it so.
0: yeah yeah that's true <laughs> you know yeah and plus though um, so, I mean in the age of computers like you said there's online. You can find anybody online. You can find, if you have, sure. the, you know, the oddest taste in movies or TV, you can find a group of people who share that interest with you. It's true. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah,
0: for sure. So, yeah, just keep looking for those, that right person, you know, that right mm-hmm. group. They're out there.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um. So, yeah, so, go gamers, don't give up. We'll <laughs> take them yet, I guess. Um. Yeah, which right. is kind of sad, but it's so like, Like uh, oppositional, right? Like we should all be working towards nerds taking over the planet, as opposed to girl or guy.
0: Yeah, so that's so so, it's so weird because you would think because nerds have been nerds and geeks have been like you know bullied for so many years, and all of a sudden we're bullying ourselves within our own community. Right, which is weird because you think we would know better. You know, we would be like you said, we're more (laughs) inclusive. You know, we we accept anybody can come in. Right, you know, it's just weird. It's weird to me that to think that. And again, this is a generalization. Obviously, there's only this is a very small portion of our community. Like it, right. most most of the times, it's part. It's a very small portion of a community that yells the loudest, so gets the most attention. Mhm.
1: Exactly. Know? Like you know, like hater hater's gonna hate anywhere. I yeah. guess. But yeah. You know.
0: I really appreciate you stopping by and confessing your girl geekiness to me. I
1: know,
0: and uh, it, was, hope- it was a lot of fun. Great, and uh, hopefully we will talk in the future okay yeah all right, take care okay bye do you want to confess your fanboy or fangirlism it's really simple just email me at confessionsofafanboy@gmail.com. at gmail.com once again it's fanboy at gmail.com and all you need are some headphones a microphone and skype and we can chat geeky things so until next time, this is Kenny, and you've been listening to Confessions of a Fanboy. Confessions of a Fanboy is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons Attribution, non commercial, no derivative work 3.0 United States license, all rights reserved hey guildies this is kenny from Knights to the guild podcast the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series the guild i'm here with some really cool news not only are we still continuing our regular podcast microcast and minicast we've now added companion casts a companion cast is a podcast that coincides with the new episode of the guild and will take you behind the scenes of that specific episode i was fortunate enough to be on set for the filming of season five and got exclusive interviews with cast and crew as they finished their scenes for that day i also sit down with the creator of the guild felicia day as well as the producer kim evie and the director sean becker and get insights into the workings of this fantastic web series so when you're finished watching a new episode of the guild be sure to go to knightsoftheguild.com and download the companion cast for some fun behind the scenes information Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history, MASH. Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com.